Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, December 13th, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Whitney McDonald. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending December 10th, 2021. As always, I want to thank Auto Finance News advertisers, Agora Data, CCC Intelligent Solutions, Cedar CX, Defy Solutions, Verisk, and Westlake Financial for their continued support. Kicking us off this Monday was Harley-Davidson, which announced this morning that it would be breaking off its electric vehicle segment Livewire from its main brand and list the company as a separate entity, entity on the New York Stock Exchange. The company will go public through a re reverse merger with AEA Bridges Impact Corp., a special purpose acquisition company that has a focus on sustainability. Um, it is expected to trade on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker symbol LVW, and Harley expects the deal to garner about four, $545 million in additional capital for the EV manufacturer. Plenty of, macro, of new record-setting macroeconomic figures were released last week, all of which painted a conflicting picture of the economy's recovery. On the upside, weekly jobless claims fell to their lowest level since 1969, clocking in at 184,000 in the week ending December 4th, down 43,000 from the prior week, according to, to the Department of Labor. Unadjusted, claims rose about 64,000. Most states, including California, Texas, and New York, reported increases in unadjusted claims. On the downside, in another record, the Consumer Price Index in November rose to 6.8% in its fastest annual increase since 1982. That's a 0.8% increase in October, driven again in large part by used vehicle values, although gasoline, food, and shelter were large contributors to the gains. Inflation has been climbing for months, and it's getting harder and harder to argue that it is quote-unquote transitory. That fact will likely put pressure on the Federal Reserve as it begins to weigh the timeline for its taping of economic stimulus and increasing interest rates. The Federal Open Market Committee is meeting tomorrow and Wednesday. Speaking of used vehicle values, the November Mannheim used vehicle value price index was released last week. Uh, so Whitney, what do we see there? Yeah, we took a look at Mannheim's used vehicle value index for November. Uh, it hit another record high and was up 45.5% year over year to 232.5 for the month. It's formered, its former record high was 223.7, which was just set in October. Um, all segments showed increases in prices year over year, but what's really exciting, I kind of buried the lead there, but what's really exciting about the November index is that we saw some figures normalized for the first time in a while. So used vehicle retail supply exceeded normal levels for the first time since January, almost a full year. Um, in November, used supply sat at 49 days above the normal 44 days supply mark. And new vehicle inventory also exceeded the normal 23 days and sat at 29 days. So hopefully we continue to see some near normal figures as we round out the year and get into 2022, but that was exciting. Right, right. And Experian also released their Q3 state of the automotive finance industry update. Um, you know, I know you covered that as well. One top takeaway was we finally have sort of, you know, a 
forecast, maybe a timeline. I don't know if forecast is the right word, but definitely, you know, sort of a ballpark range that we can, you know, look to expect delinquencies to normalize. Yes. So why don't you give us an update on that and, you know, any other notable trends that came out of that report? Yeah, so of course, as we near the end of the year, we listen for predictions, kind of watch for what's to come over the next several months or years. And um, last week, I had the pleasure of speaking with Experian. They released their third quarter state of the automotive finance market report, which gave us some great insight as to what the market might look like over the next several months, up to two years, um, based on what's happening in the market today. So of course, we continue to see high vehicle values, both new and used. High demand um, is continuing and inventory is remaining somewhat tight. So new car values are up 8% to more than $600 a month. Those are the monthly payments. And uh, used monthly payments increased 16% since last year to 465 months. So those are high, but so far consumers have been able to stay on top of those payments uh, due to more conservative spending and assistance from federal stimulus checks, which have since kind of dwindled away. But the question is, like you said, are we going to be seeing a rise in delinquent behavior coming up? So it's looking like we could see a normal amount of delinquencies come back up in the market in the next 18 to 20 months. Um, which is normal. So Experian told us that's usually about the timeline that it takes for defaults to present themselves in the market. So of course, we're going to continue to follow that and see if the shift in payment behavior starts. But it's interesting to see that we're kind of moving toward normalization is what we're hearing. So between both Mannheim and Experian, I'm hopeful we're going to keep trending toward normalization. <laughs> Right. You know, it's very, it's interesting if you look at all these different kind of like mile markers or guideposts, whatever you want to call it, it really does paint like a conflicting picture of kind of, you know, the trajectory of the economy as a whole. And especially, you know, how that sits, um, you know, in the auto finance industry. If you look at, uh, you know, consumer confidence, it's at the, the consumer's um, plan to buy a vehicle in the next six months is at the lowest it's been since 2010. And, you know, one thing we do know is, you know, regardless of if lenders might not be super concerned about inflation, but we know we know consumers are, right? You know, if somebody says inflation, it's a big red flag and, you know, everybody goes, you know, running around like, oh my God, inflation. Um, so so it's definitely going to have, have an impact on on whether or not consumers are, are going to buy these vehicles, especially as, as prices continue to increase. Um, you know, that coupled on top with consumer spending around the holidays, um, it'll be really interesting to see whether or not we'll see kind of that usual spring bounce um, and what that will do to values. Because right now, you know, vehicles se seasonally are supposed to be kind of depreciating in value until we get towards end of February, early March. Um, and good news that supply is increasing, but, you know, that a lot, a lot, a lot, large in part of that supply increase was, you know, depressed demand during the Thanksgiving holiday. So, right. If, if we see if we see that demand rise again um, and there's plenty of evidence to say that there's still pent up demand how will that affect um, you know the market and and what sort of kind of headwinds will that present coming into 2022 because I, I'm I'm sure you agree we are not out of the woods yet as far right. as you know pandemic goes I agree you're right all right. Well, that about does it for our episode today. Uh, thanks for joining us on the roadmap. Uh, please rate us on whichever platform you listen to the program and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn.
We'll see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next week.